0: go <laughs> can i go okay. has it begun go 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 okay. ask me ask eliza anything you're stuck at home now you're watching my face reading all your questions because they were submitted emily and i are quarantined separately even though she asked if she could stay in my room the answer is no get alive <laughs> uh thank you and welcome to the first live stream looped episode zoomed episode i'm not positive of ask it's looped of ask eliza anything uh the show where you ask us your burning questions about your life mostly about how to break up with your friends and and being 22 uh and about like family stuff and and we give you red hot fire answers today we're doing an episode on loop so
1: you're watching us they can see us right i think so Oh, some people are saying it in the chat. You guys, you you see us, right? This will be fun to cut later. Oh, this is,
0: yeah, this will be so fun for people to listen to. Someone in like a truck in Des Moines is like, I was going to load a shotgun, but I guess a lot of people saying
1: kick it. Discover. A lot of people saying kick Kick it. it. So I think we're in. Well,
0: all right, we're in. So- This is no different. This is not a drill. This is just like any episode of Ask Eliza Anything, only I'm being filmed this time, so I can't draw endless circles with markers while Emily talks because that's the boring part. (laughs) With me, as always, is fan favorite, sleeper hit, baby arm, Emily Higgins, fighting out of the blue corner.
1: Hello. Hi. Oh, they can see us. They're all very excited.
0: Yeah, okay. Well, we still have to do the show as if people are listening independently of a feed. Sorry. All right.
1: kick Kick it. Okay, so we have gotten questions from the people who have joined. Wait, what if they found out that every time I did kick it, I did like a weird like, kick it,
0: and they never knew I was making a weird claw and a weird face until today. Kick it. Mm. Mm, What if? Oh, you're clamming up because you're being filmed. Oh, you're one of those people. No, I'm
1: just, I got a lot of windows. Okay. So let me say for anybody just listening to this, people are watching it. People are taking part in the first ever live Ask Eliza Anything. This has never been done before. It is now being done from quarantine, but it's going to be a regular episode.
0: I already posted all of this. I feel like it was not
1: clear. For later. Everything's
0: clear but the part that this is an episode but they'll know that because right. they'll be listening to it. Okay. So don't repeat. All right. And people have questions. Don't jokes. Tommy, yeah, I know. I was I said <laughs> I said kick it a long time ago.
1: Like just for your own edification, like I already started the show and you're behind. This is bad content. Tommy has a question. How do you break up with a person because you did Tommy. not know they were so annoying and never give you a chance to talk?
0: This doesn't feel like a real question. It's a real question. Well, are they watching this show? <laughs> just, and are you the only person named Tommy? <laughs> you just break up with them. You can ghost them. I don't, here's first of all, I don't know how old you are and I don't know, are you quarantined with this person? Um, I would say no. Just be like, I, I, I assume you've been dating that long because it's like 10 years later, I didn't realize they were really annoying.
1: Right.
0: You're like, hey, you can do the 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 old, I'm just not feeling it. You know, I just don't think we're a match. You know, just be honest, and then that's on them. Mm-hmm. I think a lot more girls. I don't know if it's girls. I'm assuming Tommy's a boy, but I don't really. And I,
1: there was, I believe, there's two Tommies. There's one with an IE. There's one with a Y. This is a Y, so that's a man. I think
0: they're both pretty awful names. No, no. Uh,
1: Tommy with a Y. All right, relax. Tommy with a
0: Y. Just be honest with her and because then she has to answer to the collective consciousness of girls that are like, I wish a guy would just be honest. And so if you're just like, look, I just don't think we make a good match. I just, I'm not feeling it. And then it's on her. Girls are always like, I wish you would just be honest instead of ghost me. So do it. Give them what they want. Yeah. Which is honesty. She won't, yeah, that's fine. But I
1: mean, maybe that's- say it a little bit nicer.
0: You say it nice. you be like, hey, I just, I think you're really hot, but you're kind of a bitch and you're really annoying, but not as annoying as others have been. <laughs> as annoying as uh, others. Here's a fruit. Here's an edible arrangement of only melon dipped in <laughs> chocolate. Woof. That is all edible Speaking
1: arrangements. Of- it's just cantaloupe.
0: For 10% off edible arrangements, use code. No. <laughs> Ask Eliza. Use code <laughs> e- Emily Fox. Yeah. Type that in. See what happens.
1: Kick it. Okay, yeah. Neela Young Forsberg wants to know, does Eliza really have a friend named Stacy? I'm curious because she's mentioned Stacy in every special, curious where that came from.
0: Um, Stacy, like a lot of the names I use, just it's a name, it's like a name that represents a certain archetype, like Chad, like we all have, a, we know what that is. We're like, oh, it's a douche. Stacy represents the archetypal, like girl that's like this. Yeah. You know, like a Tamblin. And she's evolved into different things, but I just incidentally my tour manager's name is now Stacy, but it's never been unlike most things I do, which are thinly veiled jabs at other people. Yes. Um that I shy away from later when there's an accusation uh, Oh, Stacy. I've never had a friend named Stacy, and if I have it, it, definitely isn't about them. Right. Um it's up there with like Brittany or like Becky, which became a thing.
1: Yeah. I don't think you know so, any Becky's, if I had to guess.
0: I did go to uh, a semester at sea with a girl named Becky, and she
1: was cool. Okay.
0: Good for Becky. But I also didn't write that rap song. So
1: Okay. Give me that, Becky. Alex Smith says something that I relate to. She says, question, I just realized I'm struggling with lockdown. I was physically sick out of nowhere the other day with no other symptoms of illness. I get out and walk 30 minutes every day, but do you have any other tips to handle stress for a mom of two who is homeschooling and working from home? No. Who
0: a lot? I I, that is so above my pay grade and so out of my jurisdiction. It would almost it would be disrespectful if I was like, look, just like have fun and like be yourself. You are so far up Shits Creek without a paddle, and I it would be ignorant for me to give you advice. That being said, yeah, the benefit of having two children, assuming both are normal, is that you can let them play with each other. Unless like well, like if one's like the bad seed, you don't want to leave the other one with it. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm the, the, the bad son. seed. It's cool that you're in my home all the time of twins. Not lately, but... Of my twins. Okay, this is not ask Emily about her family. <laughs> this is the show. It's in my show. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you're fine, but you're but you love your sister. Yeah, but I'm the bad one. I've never seen someone agree to that fact that they love someone with more deadened <laughs> eyes. You're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, I feel love
1: and I'm the bad one. Okay,
0: listen. Okay. Yes, I feel love. Emotions are not far from me. Um, ah. But yeah, having two kids, if they're similar, they can occupy each other a little bit. I would do whatever you can to carve out joy for yourself. So maybe the kids go to bed. Maybe it's, I don't care if it's porn. I don't care if it's a trashy TV show. Maybe it's a bath. Maybe you do have to self-medicate and like just conk out at night. I don't think there's any judgment about what you're doing. Maybe you can get your kids really into running and they can run themselves exhausted and pass out at like eight o'clock and then you can eat a whole sheet cake alone on the toilet.
1: Just lead like a, like, like what's that story? Something, something for ducklings and it's the mom duck and the baby ducks. It's just you with a bunch of kids just running up and down the streets.
0: Just have you like, do it like you're training Eastern European gymnasts. Be like, carry these <laughs> Bulgarian weight bags, move these sandbags, build this wall. Like, fucking train those kids. And at the end of it, you'll get a scholarship out of it. Get some work. And you can done. just chill. Some free um, labor. That's- I think a lot of people are going through that uh, just like having kids. And I can't imagine how exhausting that is. So the answer is you do whatever you need to do to sustain and maintain. I would recommend maybe going on like an online mom chat group, like a less judgy one and asking other mothers because I don't have children and I'm not in your situation. So I'm like, why can't you just do drugs and do whatever you want? Who cares? Mm -hmm. Take a walk, whatever. Maybe you could start showing the movies you used to watch as a kid. That way you get a little bit of nostalgia. That's fun. And they can watch, they can learn about Nazis. Yeah, So mm. there's that. Sound, the Sound of Music is about Nazis. Do you not know that? I mean, I know. I know what it's about. Do you not know I that? You know what it's about. And then one of the kids joins the Nazi party. Do you not remember this? I don't think that happens. The sequel to Sound of Music is Schindler's
1: List. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, that, no, but that does happen. That does happen. He joins the Nazi party. That was never my favorite musical. It was never my favorite musical <laughs> either. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, you could show,
0: like, your kids The King and I. I don't know how old you are. What um, are these movie you could show choices? Them? Maybe some Disney. These, mm, I had an older mother, so I watched all like, musicals, like The King and okay, I. Okay, but you
1: had an older mother, and it was, like, 30 years ago. Now it's 2020, and people are showing people movies.
0: No way, because I would show my kids the same movies I watched growing up. Mm. Like, I'm not watching Blue's Clues, because I was, like, already cool. I was, like, already dope. I was, like, too old for that. <laughs> Anyways, that's my advice to you, is do whatever the fuck you want.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think also, it's also... Also, uh, The fact that you feel like that is very understandable. I I feel like that, and I'm just by myself with a cat, so...
0: And can I just say this? Um, I am not... I didn't grow up in a family of drinkers... Noah and I aren't, like, we don't come home and have a drink. I don't tend to drink to de-stress. That being said, I've definitely been at events where there's been children and I've had drinks. Mm-hmm. And I did find it a lot less grating. And the questions are adorable and whimsical versus, like, I don't know. Quit asking me why. Yeah, Maybe have a glass or two of wine and then re-engage. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just, just drink it. I <laughs> drink it until it's a problem.
1: I'm just saying. That's. I mean, I think I've talked on this podcast before about just since quarantine, I've taken up drinking as a fun activity, making strawberry no daiquiris because it's like a treat. She's like, I get strawberry high C, <laughs> strawberry vodka, one ice cube. No, but strawberry- I did leave a frozen strawberry in my sink, and now I have fruit flies.
0: Okay, this is why no one likes our podcast, <laughs> for stories like that. Male comics are out there like, I did ayahuasca, and then I drove a Mack truck. And, and I'm sitting here telling a mom to drink, and you're like, there was a frozen strawberry,
1: and then a fly got to it. Oh,
0: oh, that's my bottom of the cob. I just realized that, oh, you're going to have to wait for this juicy nugget. Okay, <gasps>
1: I can't do ayahuasca because I hear that you barf, and I don't believe in that. Uh, yeah, but I think barfing is okay
0: if you know it's going to happen and you know no. you'll feel better. Like when you drink too much, you're like, once I throw up, yeah, you're fine. No,
1: because you're like in a group of people. There's a bunch of people out there and one of them, and then you're all doing barfing. It's <laughs> <Everyone's laughs>
0: just, it's just a bunch of white people who paid some shaman and they're all just barfing on each other. Yes,
1: that's <laughs> what I- Shaman shaman's just like counting. That's what I picture. Counting money. I don't like Can't it. Kick it. Sarah don't Donaldson don't says, question, I recently moved with my boyfriend to a new state halfway across the country so he could go to his master's Check. program. I am fully supportive because I know he'll do the same when I go to grad school in a couple of years. How do I stay supportive when I, f- no, you don't. When I feel down no, you because don't. I have to find a new job in this new COVID-19 time, especially without direct support of my family? Thanks. I mean, this was very unfortunate. Okay, I have to be honest.
0: There was something on my foot, and I was looking at my foot at the beginning of that. I missed but what part? I no, the first part? No, the gist of it is... I moved with my boyfriend so he can finish grad school, Mm -hmm. and I know he's going to repay the favor Mm -hmm. in a couple years when I go to grad school. Mm -hmm. I don't know, dude.
1: Well, it's just, yeah, I mean, it's harder to find a job right now than it would have been, and maybe than it will be that's not what I, oh, you don't like that? That's not what I don't know about. Not everyone's a monster. This, This,
0: no, it's not about being a monster, but this agreement, you're not married, you're not engaged, and you're like, I'm sure he's going to back me up. No man's ever not been selfish. He might be a great guy. Let's assume he's going to make good on his promise.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: W- you're, are you asking me how to find a job right no, now? No, just What's like about- how
1: do you deal with that, the, the stress and sadness of right now not being able to find a job?
0: Oh, the way we all are. I mean, well, first of all, there's always reading. <laughs> I I keep getting these like big life questions about dealing it, but but I never want to, not be aware of my own privilege when answering those questions. Fair. Like I, you know, and how I live is 100% as a result of the gamble I took uh, by picking this job, working super hard and being good at it. There are plenty of people who try at comedy and don't have what I have. Some people have more than me. Some people have more than me. Um, So it's tough because I, you know, I can't be like, just start your podcast. Just, you know, charge for tickets on loop. Don't start a podcast um, in these trying times. no. Nobody wants to hear that. Um, a lot. Of, there was actually an article in the New York Times today about people who have taken up running and advice, but the article is written as if no one's ever heard of running. It's like, don't hog the sidewalk. And then one of them was like, make sure to pace yourself. I'm like, yeah, who's never run before and is like, I'm just going to do eight miles. I'm going to do eight three-minute miles right out of the gate. I'm like, "What? of course pace yourself. Your body will give out. Anyways, I've enjoyed running. I always advocate for physical exercise. Yeah. You, will, you are 20 minutes away from an elevated heart, re- heart rate and a serotonin spike.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that's, that's the most sort of advice I can give you without being like, you know, just look to your fans. So, look
1: to your fans.
0: And also maybe, you know, get a jump start on that grad school stuff. Maybe there's something you can read. But maybe there are local people hiring. I, like Domino's is hiring. Like, there are not ideal jobs, but there are people that are hiring if you're willing to do that work. Look at it as a social experiment if, if you need the money.
1: It does also depend on the, the city you're in. But, but, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be probably your dream, but you'll be able to make do.
0: I know a comic who does DoorDash. You know, and, but the thing is, the smaller the city, the less there is a need for delivery. Yeah. So, um, but the, the m- most you can do with the least is working out. Quick jog.
1: Yeah, that's your favorite.
0: Do it in your pajamas. You no, even need underwear. Okay. clam juice everywhere. Just go. So gross. We can't cut that out It's because it's live. No, it's
1: live now. <laughs> Everyone's experiencing all the things that you say. Oh, fuck.
0: <laughs> and the looks I give.
1: <laughs> that is not what you do when it's just you and me. That is not the face <laughs> you make. Ash A says, thoughts on politely telling someone to back off at least six feet? It's sometimes hard considering... They can't see your face. This is okay. tough. Well, but, but they
0: can hear the tone of your voice, um, like a friendly tone. I, yeah, and don't at me for this. Uh, it was my. It was Jody's birthday, and I went to her house for a social distance hang. Keep in mind, we've both been very quarantined um, for several weeks, so I went and hung out in her backyard, which is fine. Um, but on my way there, I decided to stop and get her flowers, and it was like one eight hundred flowers, like some chain florist, and I walked in with my mask on. And I, not thinking about it, I just got in line behind someone, and the woman rightfully snow, rightfully snow, rightfully so, snipped at me, the woman working there to like st- get back. And of course, like at first you get offended, you're like, "What?" And yeah. then I'm like, "Oh, I was wrong." But her snipping at me gave me time to evaluate what they had in the store. And it was all, like, really chintzy, like, red roses, pink carnations, and, like, cellophane-wrapped styrofoam fucking bears. Because everything in L.A. It's because it was Mother's Day, but, like, there's always a quinceañera happening. And so it was all just, like, flowers that kids would want. And oh. it took... I was like, you know what? This is not appropriate for someone's, for someone's birthday. So I ended up not patronizing, but the woman was right to tell me, hey, back up. Because I didn't realize it. Um, <laughs> the answer is this. We live in okay. such a sensitive society. And it's like the shamers have become the shames. And the truth is you should tell people to back up. And it is uncomfortable being like the sword, sword, the sword of justice. You are your rights end at your neighbor's nose, and your neighbor is encroaching on your rights by getting in your airspace. So you can say it. You're asking for a nice way to say it. Be like, whoa, six feet. Yeah. Or just be like, whoa, social distance, like try to make it fun. And if they don't adhere to that, they're fucking monsters. At the onset of this, people were like still like shaking hands. Hey, can we hug? And now everybody got the memo.
1: Here's the thing. I went down to my laundry room the other day wearing a mask and a woman in there not wearing a mask was like, hey, how's it going? I live across from you and like reached out to shake hands and I just shook hands with her. I didn't know what to do. I was on autopilot. And then I was like, I got to get out of here. What is, (laughs) I I got to go watch my strawberry. (laughs) I just it's hard not to do that autopilot, like polite. Okay. For sure, but that's autopilot
0: versus a choice. Right. You're like, oh, I just shook her hand. You can wash your hand. Nobody's getting corona because their skin touched someone and like you can wash your hand. Mm-hmm. Um and also you had a mask on and so as long as as long as one person's wearing the mask. But anyways. People need to just learn. You shouldn't feel bad about standing up for yourself. You don't have to be a jerk about it. You don't have to be rude. But the sooner you realize that other people's reactions are not your responsibility, and as long as you're acting from the highest of light, you don't have to think about it. Yeah. And you can say, whoop, social distance. Oh, And it'll give that person a second to be like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. People just forgot. Had you said to her, like, oh, sorry, man. Or do what I do. I've been doing this forever. I just go, sorry, I'm sick. (laughs) Which is, like, not that cool now. But, like... People are like, really, oh, and they're still like offended. I'm like, I don't want people always oh, like, hey, I want to shake your hand. Oh, hey, hey, a hug Like uh, comedy clubs and stuff like other comics. And I'm like, sorry, I'm sick. Why am I shaking? I don't even know you. You're some like open micer I met once five years ago. Why am I shaking your girlfriend's hand? What is this ceremony? Right.
1: I mean. Oh, you're a real jerk. No.
0: No. Nobody
1: is out here enjoying a handshake. And so now maybe nobody. they'll be abolished. Because nobody's like, yes, this feels like a connection between us. We're both showing that we're unarmed. To see you, <laughs> kind
0: sir. Also, my husband was, the other day, he was like, because someone was like, hey, what about an elbow bump? And Noah was like, why do we need to touch it all? Fair it's a very Larry David. It's true. Why does my body need to touch your body to show that I'm engaged in a conversation
1: i like to do a little like i do a little
0: yeah well that's its own
1: people don't like that and it's automatic it's not purposeful you come across as a seafaring lesbian (laughs) speaking of seafaring lesbians i have an important follow-up question from michelle message from our sponsor okay michelle valenzuela she wrote to us before she says hi This is a follow-up. This is the boyishly charming lesbian you responded to a couple of episodes back. Now, remember, she had been, I believe, doing her degree... And was having a hard time getting dates. And I think she's in her late 30s. And she says, so I had a coworker look at my dating profile and she made adjustments, which you and I suggested. Yay. However, later that day, she revealed that she's considered dating me because she's been having not so great luck with dudes. By the way, we also work together. She is super cute, smart, funny, the whole package. How do I proceed without making shit weird?
0: You don't proceed because she said, I've considered dating you. You don't like that? What kind of a flex is that? I mean... Think about it this way, straight people listening. If, if a girl, if a guy came up to you and he was like, I've considered going out with you, you'd be like, go fuck yourself. Now, maybe you phrased it weird, Michelle, let's, but I don't like this girl. Let's say, okay, because I understand... Wait, scratch her car in the parking lot and you write in the car, you say... Consider this. Scratchy, scratch.
1: <laughs> no, okay. But let's say I I get where you're coming from. Um, it could just be good, the phrasing. Good, good. And let's fine. maybe it's somebody who who did not label themselves, like who wasn't like, oh, who wasn't like, oh, I'm not gay. They were just like, oh, you know what? Here's a person that I hadn't thought about Everybody, before that I'm now thinking gay. about. But yes, okay. Fine. It, let's say she
0: said, I've thought about it and not considered. I really okay. don't like that. That's like saying, like, oh, you're actually funny. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> uh Okay. So just, well, then just fucking go for it.
1: Well, so they work together.
0: <sighs> Who cares? You're going to, everyone's going to lose their job anyway. <laughs> okay. So just go for I it. The feel ship like is sinking Right now,
1: you really Do you don't want to lose your job. <laughs> Are you or the, her or gonna, more valuable at the company? Is the question. Hold on. Let's
0: also, yeah, right. Okay. Fine. Fair. <laughs> let's, fine, fine. But also, you don't have to lose your job to date someone. I also don't know, is this a job or a career? You know, um, does the company need you? Is it like, are you an essential work? I don't know what your situation is, but let's say you're going to keep your job because you can still date someone. We always act like it's, we fucked, it, we fucked, and we were at work, and now one of us got to go to HR. You're probably fine. Let's say it's okay. Okay,
1: wait, real quick. Michelle says this girl is very hetero and that they are both very valuable to the company.
0: Okay, well, can I just say this then? Yeah. It's kind of dumb. I think she... Ugh. If she's, if she, hold on, you're saying she's very hetero. I have to say this. Just as the gay community wants straight people to respect when they're gay, there should be this, like, like when someone's like, I'm straight, it, I, I know, like, a lot of times, lesbians are like, I turned to gay. And then that's kind of like, wait a minute, now you're making it like it's a, I think it kind of muddies the water. If she's super straight and she's never dated a girl, it could have been like she just is attracted to you, thinks you're cute, but actually doesn't want to do things sexually and, it doesn't sound like she actually wants to be in a sexual
1: relationship. Oh wait, with you. she says she hasn't. This plot can't keep. She thickening. hasn't been with men, and she is flirty. I take it her being nervous about the idea, and also Christian. So that I seems like an she experiment. Was, she so look hasn't M- Michelle what, now has an updated dating bio. Okay. S- see how that goes. You don't need this girl. I mean, you can be friends. I with don't her. need this girl. I'm already got a headache, and I'm not even dating her. Yeah. Okay, we've decided we don't like this hetero girl. I know some
0: lesbians like a girl that's like straight and dabbling, or we don't know, or this is fine. You don't want to be her experiment. It sounds like you really want to find someone. Mm -hmm. And I don't know anything about this girl, but it sounds like it's like nearest proximity. You probably wouldn't mess with this girl if she didn't work in the hamster
1: wheel right next to your hamster wheel. The hamster wheel right next to yours. Yeah, I think that that's fair. I think that's fair. Okay, something a little lighter. Or
0: just just or just fuck her and then we'll see who's gay now. There you <laughs> That's go. That's so aggressive. I don't know. Well, tell her to put her money where her mouth is be like put walk up to her and be like, "Hey, mouth. you want to make out with this?" And then she'll be like, "I don't know. I don't kiss girls." You'll be like, "Well, there's a very famous sex in the city episode about it. Remember? What's it was a couple. Charlotte...
1: Samantha was with that there no. were a couple episodes. No. Oh, you're different one. First of not all, Samantha, Samantha and that lady who throws plates. Emily Emily,
0: I'm going to flick the screen. The late, Samantha was in a sexual relationship with the lady that throws plates and they were having sex and, and the lady never wanted to leave. I'm talking about when Charlotte was like bonding with all these women who were like power lesbians. Oh, yes. And like Prada loafers. Yeah. And she was like, I just feel such a kinship. And they were like, okay, but if you don't fuck, which now people would argue like you don't have to have sex to be gay. But yeah. these women were like, look, either, either fuck or you're or you're not a lesbian. And they were like, that's nice, dear. Later. Yeah. We can learn something from our elders.
1: <laughs> oh, Charlotte.
0: You know what, Michelle, Valenzuela? Value yourself more All right. than this girl that's just next to you.
1: Okay.
0: was like super straight.
1: Sergio Sum asks, do you like breadsticks?
0: Yeah. Why? What are you packing? <laughs> Why? Why? Who told you? What? Why? What did you hear? <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel? Who doesn't like breadsticks? <laughs> You know what I love? Like a real rustic breadstick. Even the shitty ones that are like round that look like really long loaves of pound cake. Mm -hmm. Um, but But they fill you up. And then you're not ready for your other form of bread, pasta, when it comes.
1: Okay. Well, okay. Oh, wait. You're talking about
0: like olive garden breadsticks. That's what I was thinking of. No, I don't. I have a very strong opinion about it that way. No. Okay. They're never, they're always coated with like garlic butter, but when you eat them- it's flavorless. It's sm- yeah. they smell better than they taste. Yeah,
1: I think the the superior before dinner snack is a is a chips and salsa.
0: Even a absolutely even garlic knots. I always I'm like mm, this smelled better cheddar bay biscuit. Tasted. Because what happens is the outer layer is great. Oh, cheddar bay biscuits delicious. A biscuit's dense and the flavor goes throughout. But a roll or a bread, it's just the top layer, and then inside is just white wheat. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't have time for that. No, we don't. Okay. What if it's what if it's a breadstick saying it's a cheddar Ray biscuit, even though it's never slept with any other cheddar Ray biscuits, but you work next to that breadstick.
1: <laughs> okay. Take it. If Stacy Hurrell asks, if you could play anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Literally anywhere outside of my house. Wow. Well, because of corona. No.
0: Um I think playing Madison Square Garden would be a real feather in my cap. Ooh, um, ooh, maybe something cap. like Wembley or like a big arena. You know I don't have at like Wembley.
1: Girls Queen? aloud.
0: What if I said girls aloud? Would your head explode I would, if I was like girls aloud, 1999.
1: <laughs> I would be so excited.
0: Tripping on lollipops and my skirt tour. Um, but I really I've enjoyed almost every place I've gone at this point in my career, and I use the career very lightly <laughs> at this point um i don't go anywhere where i'm not wanted like it's not like we're like selling tickets on the radio so the audiences much like the people watching right now like come out to see me so it's always really cool i mean even getting to go to like malaysia mm-hmm. not even especially getting to go somewhere like there, like tokyo like you've always gonna you're always gonna have your expats and like military and then you're gonna have like locals and they're just like hey i'm a fan and you're like the power of netflix so Maybe I guess I'm supposed to say like Mars or something.
1: Tianfu. Somebody said, let's say Kirk Sorota said, "Will you perform your show live at Pompeii?" Sartoya. Serto. Sar- it would just be a, It would just be Italy. And I don't know. I mean, if they wanted me to, be covered in ashes. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going to go find Tianfu?
0: <laughs>
1: oh boy, this is exciting for everyone. Oh, there we go. Tianfu's doing a little dance. Yeah, for those of you listening later that are totally underwhelmed by this, you should have joined us here. Exclusive Tianfu. I'm, I'm
0: tiny, I'm teeny, I'm tiny. My mouth is small. I know it all. I've got a carrot. I have a question
1: for you from me that I think people have asked in the past, but we haven't gotten to it. Is Tianfu officially- I don't know the cup size. Is Tianfu- What? Is Tianfu officially not tofu anymore? Uh, I guess not. I mean- I think on her Her vet paperwork, she's Tofu. And for flying. Chinese vet paperwork? No, her her current vet and when she travels so that she doesn't seem foreign. Are we talking about the same vet that kept sending
0: us follow-up appointments after Blanche had died? That vet? They're totally on it. Listen, (laughs) it's Tianfu. I actually think it's Tianfu, but I've been saying Tianfu. Who cares? And it's a dog. You can call her Crackers. Like, they're dogs. They have gibberish names. Um, But- I wish she'd look at me. We had Tofu- as the Christian name to make it easier for all the white people. Yeah. But then people were so cool about it. They're like, oh, Tianfu, okay. Yeah. So no one really says tofu, even though it's so cute. Tofu to me is like a little too prissy. Mm. Like, it's my dog, Tofu, and I live in a cupcake. So it's Tianfu, and um. she's not very bright. <laughs> okay. Hey. She's not. Yes, she, she is. is not, she just
1: is not. Nope. Why do you- she's,
0: she has no concept of spatial relations and constantly growls at people who have just walked out of her room and backed in and backed into it. But she's very sweet and very athletic, and doesn't. And she's, but she's not the brightest. She's a
1: good girl. So kick it, kick it. Okay, let's see. Kick
0: it, come okay, on. Kick it. To- people are
1: I'm listening. Kickin', all I'm kicking. I'm kicking. Anna Farnan asks. What advice does she have for someone who just turned 21? Do you have any 21-year-old advice for a 21-year-old in quarantine?
0: That's the other thing. I mean, in quarantine, regardless of the age, but let's pretend there's no quarantine for a second. Yeah. My advice is decide how you want to be treated. And I'm saying this to you. I'm assuming you're a heterosexual girl. He's not busy. He's not into you, okay? Do not make excuses for guys Put your job and education first. Um, be open to dating all kinds of guys and be very safe, but make sure to have a lot of sex. That way you know what you want. You, the, your 20s should be all about discovery, making mistakes. Just know that you can still go to bed with your makeup on, even though you should start using eye cream and sunscreen. This is the decade where you will do a lot of dumb things, but you're bouncy and you're okay. Explore. Get jobs, get fired from jobs, date around, figure out what you want, and don't do anything permanent. You know, A lot of people are like, oh, I'm 22, I totally get it. You're not an old soul. You don't get it, you don't know. So just understand that you don't know anything and go out and be young and have so much fun and wear all the hoochie clothes and listen to the cool music and wear Supreme and just know you're going to look back and be like, wow, it was gross, but that was fun. Get it in now because when you're 37, how old am I? 37? 30... How old am I? Yeah, I think I am 37. You look back and you're like, I'm, I think I did everything. So, including having a lot of extensions and it looked great. Yeah. For a little, for a little bit until it didn't.
1: Yeah, we found some old so pictures go the other day. You had some various haircuts. Tell your mom... You
0: tell be nice to your parents. Tell them you love them. Don't worry about your. This is the time in your life where everyone starts to branch out. Your friends will start to get ahead in their careers. Friends will split off. You'll meet a guy. You'll live with him. Then you'll break up. Nothing is permanent in your twenties, besides a criminal record, meth scars on your face, and shitty tattoos. So keep that in mind. Don't make. Don't do anything you can't take back. Hmm. Okay. Date an older guy. There's legally you can't date a younger guy. <laughs> date an older guy. Yeah. Date around, have fun, drink, be safe. All right. Well. And just okay, fine. That's enough. I just think of all like the stuff that I it's really a miracle that I made it this far. Cause I'm even though I made a lot of great choices, I made a lot of mistakes even being this smart. So
1: careful. Courtney careful. Engel. Get, get. Courtney Engel has a question for you. And I just wanna preface it by saying, I want you to answer this question, but let's not get in legal trouble. She says, why do you consistently... Bury
0: the body. Tell no one except one friend. Swim so the secrecy. Get a social security number.
1: Okay. Why do you consistently say your house was built by a psychopath? Such a bold architectural analysis. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Because it was... Let's talk about some of the things in your house that are insane now that they can see that nice white wall behind you. <laughs> yeah. Here's what it is. Um, It's a
0: house that was built... 20 years ago and then somebody came in like people do and flipped it like everything looks brand new and super modern and nice and I understand caveat emptor um, but there are this isn't like oh we didn't catch that he like down to he took the closets out of the rooms mm-hmm. and we had to get him to give us money to re- rebuild we them and installed. he didn't give us enough like that's insane to take closets out and none of us even noticed it until like halfway through the deal but um, he did a lot of work that he didn't file with the city. Uh So there's no permits for the work that was done. So it's illegal and it's dangerous. And we didn't, I mean, you do all of your inspections, which you pay for when you buy a house. Yeah. And none of the inspections cover discovering that type of work. Yeah. We're talking, uh, he didn't seal parts of the house. So when it rains, which it only like torrential downpours once in a while, it leaked through like a light fixture. He installed all of these trees in the back that, are the wrong types of trees. So they will eventually grow up through the concrete. Um, he installed a bunch of like Korean brand cameras that don't work. Yeah. I mean, we have our own security cameras. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of things that that looked pleasing to the eye. He installed a gigantic quote unquote wine refrigerator <sighs> that That's was under the, it was insane. a giant glass walk-in wine refrigerator but it was just a glass, a giant glass display case. There was no temperature control and it faced the sun. So you're just baking your wine. That being said, he also installed two other wine fridges in the house. But those are I don't know why. Yeah, so it's just a lot of like, you know, and then when he moved out, he (laughs) took with him, he put in all these like fancy appliances. He like made a bunch of burritos the week he lived here because he only lived here for a little bit. And then he took the cooking dish that comes with the microwave so that we couldn't cook anything in the microwave. We're like, why did you take that? The day he moved out, he took the washer and dryer, and we called our realtor. We're like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, it was a mistake. He reinstalled it wrong, and we had a gas leak, and the dog almost died. So it was just a lot of, like, extra little fuck yous. This isn't like, oh, he made a bad choice. Like, things that are... He is almost like he went
1: out of his way to
0: just have a total psychotic break but in wait, the house the, other, house.
1: the other most insane thing is that you have automatic shades installed that take 18 batteries each. Yeah. 18 each. 18 one, eight he bought batteries. Them from a company <laughs> that, was that went out of going business going out of business. He
0: installs all <laughs> of these drawers that only open like a couple inches. <laughs> Um, he, he, the wall unit we have, like the shelves can't be moved around. So like I'm forever not able to put up any of the pictures I want because they don't fit. So it's just a lot like the house is great. And of course I bought it and I love it and it's got all this stuff, but there's all these little things that are just insane. Um, yeah. so it's stuff like, so he's a psychopath because it's as if he just like went nuts. He was like, I'm taking this tray with me. Yeah. Like, why would you <laughs> the take a tray, tray that goes with the microwave? It's not right. Um, so it's just stuff like that. And uh, we're constantly <laughs> discovering the longer we live here, we're like, oh, oh, we gotta oh that thing's gonna explode if we don't fix it. God like, oh, oh he, here's another one. He
1: he didn't install one of the banister banisters on the on the stairs, but he's like, Oh, the banister is in the garage, so you can have it installed. So, so we, we have di- it installed <laughs> and it is a totally different metal than the kind that the other banister is like this banister does not go here. <laughs> It's like he went to a
0: high-end supply store, and he was like, what do you guys have on clearance that looks good that no one can ever replace <laughs> with anything? Um, and there's one more. Oh, the, my nightmare, the HVAC. Oh. The air conditioning heating, he had installed. So it's not, we have three levels to the house, but it's not upstairs, downstairs. It's installed east, west. (laughs) So the controller, so if I turn on the air in my bedroom, we're also air conditioning the entire downstairs where nobody lives. And if you turn on, yeah, like the living room, it doesn't touch your room, which is on the same level. So you're constantly trying to be like, do I want to waste energy? Like how badly do I need this heat and air? Right. Um, So it's just stuff like that. Dax says uh, that
1: Cashew Albacore flipped your house. (laughs) Dingle dangle, I put a pot of bees
0: under your stove. That way, you'll always have honey. That's absolutely
1: the vibe of the house. Yeah. It's Casual Vicar. I took the stairs out (laughs) and put them in snake-wise
0: upside down. That way, you're always coming if you're going.
1: (laughs) Okay. Allie Renard says... I want to know if I'm overreacting. My boss gets on my ass all the time for doing things, talking mostly, when my coworkers do the same thing for several minutes at a time. I always get my job done. My numbers are the best on our team, and I'm always willing to put in extra effort and help out. About a month ago, she made me move from my station so I wouldn't be tempted to talk. Am I crazy for being incredibly salty about it?
0: Allie? Allie? Are you, are you, well, I was going to say, are you African-American? Because your boss might be racist, but you mm. don't. But Ali. Ali with an i I don't know. You sound, it's a Jewish name, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Ali. But Renard is French. Uh, barring out your boss being racist, barring out your boss being, I don't know what you look like or are, barring out your boss being homophobic or a bigot, let's just say you're just two humans, there could be a chance that you're unaware of how much you talk. And it kind of doesn't matter. Because I've been this girl where I'm like, what? I do my job. And they're like, yeah, but it's your attitude. So it's it's almost like you're, you're not doing what you're supposed to do, but you're like, but I do extra. She's like, great, but I need you to not talk in the first place. Yeah. Like all the extra work doesn't make up for... It's like being... It's like, oh, sorry, I threw up at your party, but I got you this bracelet to make up for it. It's like, yeah, but you still threw up at the party.
1: <laughs> it's... I relate you to this. You wouldn't have to do
0: all the extra work if you just did it the way she wanted in the first place. Well, Or she's racist.
1: <laughs> it's tough because that's the one thing that I always got in a lot of trouble for at school and at jobs uh, is talking too much to other people. Because I would finish what I was working on and then I would distract everyone else. And it's like, mm. it doesn't matter if I'm getting my stuff done. Everyone else is now having a hard time getting their stuff done.
0: Well- You know, everyone's in charge of themselves. Like, are you going around like, hey, working hard, hardly working? But maybe somebody has complained. Maybe they're like, look, Allie's really great. She tells us hilarious stories about her bird, but we really wish she would stop coming around. Uh, It seems like you... It's uh, Barring out the boss having something specifically wrong with you, it seems like maybe you are just being distracting and maybe that's not the right environment for it.
1: Right. Ask around. Yeah, I mean, I think you, you... Yeah assess, assess what you're talking is doing to the workplace because maybe it's also, also I was always the kid that like finished my test super fast. And like half the answers were wrong. Um,
0: I even read a paper recently. My mom sent me a bunch of stuff from when I was a kid and like, it's all marked up in red. And the teacher wrote your paragraphs are scattered. Each paragraph should have one point. This is all over the place. And I was like in the sixth grade. Um, but one of us wrote a book with a lot of help. Um, Make sure that the work you're turning in is perfect. Like, if you're going to finish early, like, they had a problem with this in RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh. The one from, like, what? Uh, Oh, the one from that got sent home that had, like, the old school, like, Betty Page-looking face. She, like, finished in the workroom early and was just, like, hanging out. And they were like, you could have done so much more to your referee outfit. Mm. So, make sure that your shit is up to snuff before you go snooping away.
1: Nikki Welgamode says... Will she do the water bong on camera? Oh, no problem. Do you have a water? That's the worst one you've ever done. I can't hear it at all.
0: Well, you're not connected to the microphone. I don't hear. Hold on. How about this? Do it. Ready? (laughs) Ready? (laughs)
1: I mean, look, this doesn't translate in this in this environment. If I do it into this. Oh, can you? Into this. <laughs> okay. Wait. This is definitely worth it. There you go. A little bit. A <laughs> little bit. A little bit.
0: People are always like, do your peacock. Do an impression. I've never jumped at one until that. I'm I like, knew no you problem. would like
1: that one because you haven't done it in a while.
0: It's because it's annoying and
1: stupid. <laughs> That's why. It's dumb. But there you have it. Jamie Milleen. Hi, Eliza. Question. What 2000s fashion trend did you fall for and which are you glad you avoided? (gasps) Oh, man. First of all,
0: immediately. It's a super double-edged sword because even in the 2000s, I remember thinking like a lot of this is really ugly. Yeah. I always hated those really pointy toed heels. Like that was the thing, was having like pointy toe shoes. The late 90s were all about like chunky 60s looking boots. Like Steve Madden was all like chunky. Everybody had those chunky sandals. Well, I didn't, but like every girl did. And then the 2000s became really pointy shoes and I always hated it. I was like team round toe. That's my tribe <laughs> till I die. Um, On your shoes? I like I didn't like a pointy toe shoe, okay. like a witch shoe. Two point. Everyone looked like the fucking penguin. I hated that. Uh, I definitely did low-rise jeans. Like, there are pictures of me doing stand-up. Um, in fact, the I've monsters who did the publicity shoot for Last Comic Standing let me wear a pair of, like, below... And I've got, like, pink, like kind of like hip bones, you know, like the singer. Like, we both have, like, that kind of body. Super low pants. And I'm, like, not wearing shoes in my headshot. And, like, no one thought to be like, hey, somebody should guide this girl. So there's a picture of me shoeless for my headshots <laughs> Very low pants. I did that a lot. And I was like, who would ever wear high-waisted? That's so, like, early 90s. And now I'm like, I would never not wear high-waisted. Yeah. Um, But I was also a lot thinner. Um, I loved a stud belt, but I even knew at the time it
1: was, like, like a little Hot Topic-y. Sweat bands on the wrists, I did a lot of that. I feel like when we found some old photos of you and you had a lot of bracelets
0: a lot of bracelets. Did a lot of bracelets even as I got older. Might go back into it now. That's a very personal thing because even <laughs> as a child I did it a lot. It is. It's like a security thing. Um, But, like, if you go back and you look at, like, pictures of, like, Paris Hilton or, like, Hillary Duff or anybody that was in, like, hip-hop yeah. in, like, 2007, like, Britney Spears. It's, like, it's all a fucking mess. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, mixed media like leather, mixed with suede, mixed with animal print. Any of the cheetah girls or like Nicole shared the pussycat dolls, flop. It's all so weird. And that was like expensive stuff. I never liked those Christian Dior kidney purses. I always thought those were ugly. I've had a pretty basic sense of style. You'd be hard-pressed to really find any pictures of me in like a like outfit. I don't really wear V-necks anymore. So I guess I never also... In my 20s, like I was like supporting myself. I didn't have like endless dollars. Yeah. But I definitely have a couple, like I definitely at one point cut off my tights and wore them under a jean skirt with heels. I definitely wore, which I would love to do again, leg warmers with heels. That was dope.
1: You mostly had normal clothes and really long extensions. But that was even more
0: recent. The extensions were cool. I looked really Those cool. Those was like the and I, wish, and I wish feathers would come back in style in your hair because they looked really cool. You love I don't really look. have... I do. I miss it so much. Um, I don't have
1: space for feathers.
0: You have so much hair. It's offensive. (laughs) (laughs) Emily won't put her hair in a ponytail. She's
1: like, it's too heavy. I can't. I've had people. Yes, you can. No, there's too much hair to put it in a ponytail. I'm not joking. Okay. Can I tell you something? What?
0: Remember when I got you and I made you dye part of your hair purple? Yeah. Okay. But you don't dye your hair.
1: No, I mean, when I was in like high school, I but dyed don't part know. of it red. Right, but your hair is untreated Yeah, and
0: you have so much of it. Mm-hmm. You could sell your hair because it's unprocessed and you could make some money.
1: Where do I sell
0: it? Just give it, just leave it at, you know, my address. Do you want to buy it and glue it to your head? Um, I don't know. You can look that up, but you could, or you could donate I it. I think I would which, have to donate know. it. Yeah, you're winking at me though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all that shit. I think it looks so bad if I'm like, yeah, I just <gasps> sold my hair. It's sad,
0: but you know what? You could, you know what would be a great uh, account, a, a great account, I'm sorry, I was reading a note, a great movie is a girl donates her hair, then somebody uses that strand, commits a crime, leaves her hair, she gets framed for it. But then we find out in the end, she actually did it.
1: I think wow. constantly, because I lo- I shed so much hair, I think constantly about how my hair is in every crime scene in Los Angeles. Oh, God, you and Tianfu, just a mixture of salt and pepper. Just hair every single spot.
0: Tianfu sheds a lot. Oh, so does really Gracie. Thick
1: I just heard hair. that we can take pet hair and put it outside for birds, and birds will use it in their nests. I need to do some what, follow-up research. It, but they use in it In like a insulate. deposit box? <laughs> no. So you just like okay. leave it outside for the birds. Uh, so I've been Ugh. collecting my cat's hair in a CVS bag. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> and we're going to see. Stop sharing personal information. Stop talking about your cat and that. But right I'm now. saying you could give Tianfu's hair to birds.
0: It's for the birds. I mean, I'm always like picking up her hair and like throwing it outside. I'm not going to make a hair depository.
1: I, okay, I've just been doing the depository because I need to do some more research to make sure it's safe. And then when it's safe, I'll just put all it out there. All of a there.
0: sudden, first of all, <laughs> I'm reticent to say anything about birds because some loser put on my Wikipedia page that like I'm into ornithology because I made one joke about it on a special and now people in interviews that like don't know me are like so you were born in New York and you're into birds and you're like cool Wikipedia scan. I think we um, changed that. So I'm not Yeah, well I'm not here to comment on birds but I will say birds don't need your help. Okay? I see them flying it's, all the it's time. Insulation. No. Stop. It's 800 degrees here insulation from what a weird girl who keeps <laughs> leaving hair my
1: big concern was the fact that I would need to take this bag outside and then hope no one was looking at me when I put down the hair and then but leave you're okay it. with admitting it on this podcast yeah as long as no one sees me doing it what does that matter because I don't want a neighbor seeing me put down a a hairball outside but your neighbors suck who cares I mean they do. what they think that's true. Okay.
0: Here's what you do. It's not, a, you know what it is? I think it's, you don't want anyone to feel left out. You make a hair bag for each neighbor and then they won't ask you when you go about your business. Kick it. <laughs> that is so weird, Emily. <laughs> I, I, need, I need my key back. Do you- <laughs> I made you a gift. <laughs> <Merry> <laughs> Christmas.
1: That's what I'm going to give you.
0: Taylor, there's that shark, wait, there's that shark tank product called Grace and Lace. It's those like, um, upper, it's like a thing that goes over the top of your boot. It looks like it's just the top of a sock to go over your boot. It's Gracie and Lacy. It's made of cat hair Ugh. just for the, that is a real deep cut reference. You have to be a shark tank fan
1: and know your cat's name to get that joke. Well, speaking of Shark Tank, Taylor Old wants to know, do you have any TV shows that you feel really sentimental about? The first show I ever bin- binge watched when I was like 14 was Gilmore Girls. My mom got me all the DVD sets and I will always have a special place in my heart. For
0: for a long time, I was Frasier. When I met Noah, I was watching it like every night. It was comforting because when I think of Frasier, I imagine myself back in like my parents' living room. Mm -hmm. just having it on and that's a very warm feeling. I liked our house growing up. I liked living with my mom and my stepdad. So there's that. I love Absolutely Fabulous. Yes. Um, People always ask me, no, who are your comedy icons? And like every female comic is supposed to have the same answer. But honestly, for me, Adina Monsoon uh, in Absolutely Fabulous, Jennifer Mm -hmm. Saunders, just the way that she was and the way her and Patsy were to me was like, I was like, that's the kind of drunken codependence you want in a friendship. That show was huge for me. Um, and so then there are shows that you're nostalgic to watch because they were so funny. But I like Frazier, I remember sitting in the living room. Uh weirdly, Sex in the City, I don't think we had HBO, so I watched it on the TBS rerun. So I never That's have how seen I Sex saw in the it. City with like actual curse words and like sex. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's also weird to think like Game of Thrones was on for so long that like I was in several different relationships and it ended with like the last season I watched with my husband. Yeah. But I remember the boyfriend who introduced me to it, and it was—it was like there's a show, Game of Thrones, and I power watched the first season on a Kindle on my trip to Australia, <laughs> so I could be ready for season two yeah. when we watch it together. I watched it on like a very small screen.
1: You but know, great. you know who's great is Lena Headey.
0: She's great. She's so good. Did you Always ever see wine. Fighting
1: with My Family, that um wrestler mm-hmm. movie? finding with my family she played uh, I know the, what you're talking she about she played like the mom wrestler in it the mom yeah I want her to get more stuff I feel like she's been a little pigeonholed okay this is not remember, remember more when she was kick <laughs> <laughs> it <Can't get. laughs> welcome back to strong female lead with Emily. <laughs> okay let's do your, your our top and bottom of the cob do you want to do a little live rendition of your yeah, song here we
0: go it's the top of the cob you're quarantined now top of the cob you're still quarantined it's still happening
1: that was such um, a gentle version of the song. I feel like all the songs in the podcast are yells, and yours was like very. What do you mean? There's only one other song. Bo- both of those songs and Hot Scotty are. Oh, someone had asked for Hot Scotty, but but those are all like ba 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 ba. And you were just like, Top of the cob. Like a little I, I disagree.
0: Sick British boy. Well, Top of the cob is, is like a jaunty Irish tune. And Hot Scotty. It's like a hot, it's a, it's jazzy. Hot Scotty number one. Number one, hot Scotty. Da, 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 and then the jauntiness of, it's the top of the cob. It's like the, anyway, it's okay. really good. It's a really good song. It is. Um, Every day, you just take a bite. Top of the cob. Okay. What are you doing? She's under me. Hey, you get out of here. I'm to squeeze you. She's hiding from Noah, who's just trying to take her for a walk to she get rid of some go. of this poo built up. She thinks it's game time. It's not game time. Oh, now. she wants to be on this um stream. She doesn't. She just wants someone to play with her and that cookie. That wet cookie. Do you ever let her okay. take the cookie on the walk? She did the other day without us knowing. Can we have like one
1: outdoor got- cookie she's allowed to take?
0: No, you just want birds to have nest insulation. No. She can't. That's disgusting. Um, all right. Top of the cob. is uh-huh. kind of lame, but it is. Uh, my top of the cob, and this is, of course, quarantine specific, has been noticing nature. Uh, I do a lot more running outside. I take a lot more walks than I would if we had our normal lives. Mm-hmm. I saw two owls the other night. I went out at night. And it's really creepy because you see their silhouette, and then you just hear like... That's more of a pigeon. Wait, No. It's me. Okay. So an owl. In the morning, when the sun comes out, uh, I've noticed a lot more lizards, and some of them are very fat. And even though Fu is very sweet, I want her to know that she is a predator, and I've let her chase a lizard. She didn't find it, but she ran in the direction of it. So, And um, there's a lot more spiders now. And people don't like spiders, but the truth is we need them. Only like one or two spiders that can we need them, and I let them make teeny tiny little nests not in my house but around my door because they're catching the bugs that are coming into your house. so I always thank the spiders, and there's this one giant spider web nearby my house, and every time I pass it, the spider's never home, he could be dead, but then I realize that they're nocturnal so he's just not out during the day. Mm. And all of his spider food is in there. And I think it's cute. I'm like, oh, his quarantine snacks. It's like all of his little spun up bugs. And I always pass. I'm like, there's his refrigerator. There's his snacks for later. That's his food. (laughs) That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's my top of the cob. The nature and all the eagles and crows that I watch by my house. I like looking at them. Sometimes they have things in their beaks, uh, like leaves, normal things for insulation, not whole teddy bears that you leave out (laughs) that you got at a flower shop for someone's in your.
1: Uh, My top of the cob is I got a movie in the mail that I've been watching on eBay for a reasonable price with a slipcover, and it's Jamie Lee Curtis movie, and it's called Terror Train. She's on a train, and terror happens, and it has its slipcover, and it's released by Scream Factory, and I've been waiting on it for like two weeks, so... That was exciting. Is it like her first movie? No, Halloween was one of her first. What if it's a recent movie? What if it's like came out last year? No, (laughs) she's on a train with a bunch of other kids and somebody's bad.
0: Yeah. Not much of an outline (laughs) or a plot.
1: My bottom of the cob. Okay, I have two. Mm
0: -hmm. One happened to me. A fly flew into our house. Our spider security did not catch it. And it was this really resilient fly. Like I couldn't, every time I swatted at it, it got away. And eventually I was kind of like, I think I respect this fly Uh because he always saw me coming. And then I was sitting there watching TV with Noah and I picked up my glass to take a drink. And all of a sudden I was like, is there hair in my mouth? Oh, it's moving. Oh, it's the fly. He managed to land either in my drink or right on the lip. He was in my mouth. I spit him out. Water goes on me, on the blanket. No, outward. The fly tumbles out onto the ground alive and flies away. Good for him. In the stunning conclusion of events. And he flew away and I literally said to him, fine, but you're going to die in here because they can never figure out how to fly out. They're always coming in from the patio. Mm -hmm. And then last night I heard something outside. Mm -hmm. Like some creepy person was outside, like driving their car. Mm -hmm. And I went to the window and I stared outside And then I racked focus to what was right in front of me, which was the window pane. And the fly was right there. And I just smashed it (gasps) with my hand.
1: After all the time you spent together? Yeah. It was
0: kind of like heat. Like we both really respected each other. But I will not hesitate. And I didn't. Okay. I'm like Al Pacino and he was Robert De Niro. And I smashed him right then and there. And I didn't regret it for one second, but I did respect him. Okay. For surviving that long with me on his tail.
1: All right. My bottom of the cob is, I'm going to go with the fact that in a mixed bag of chips, I don't care for the Doritos. <laughs> it's the most Emily bottom of the cob. What do you mean? You like the Gardettos? No, it's like the mix that has Cheetos, Ruffles, Lay's Fritos. In one bag or like individual Little packs? individual bags.
0: Oh, really?
1: And Dorito, nacho Doritos is in there. I don't like to eat a bag of nacho Doritos. Why? It's too many of them.
0: What are you talking about? You can' ne- There's never too many. That's the answer. How many Doritos are too many? Never none. I like them, them in the
1: context of any menu item at Taco Bell, but I never am like, I want to eat a bag of them.
0: That's because you're not a purist.
1: <laughs> not You've never have been.
0: <laughs> what are you eating then? Ruffles? That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. Fritos, Cheetos. Fritos, excellent. Okay. I don't understand you. (laughs) Of all the things you've ever said, that's the most
1: inflammatory. (laughs) Doritos are excellent on like a tuna melt. Uh Yeah. I'm saying I never want to eat just a bag of them.
0: That should just be the end. We should just cut the episode. We're gonna cut right it. There. Okay,
1: thank you guys. you guys. I hope that you've had
0: fun watching us. We would love to do this again. Uh, we really loved your questions. We love answering them. And I kinda and I love the live version where we get a little bit of information. Uh hope nobody took offense to anything. We're just giving you advice in a vacuum in a quarantine. This has been Ask Eliza Anything. That's Emily. Don't give me Doritos and keep it supreme. Bye-bye.